What is going on, AJ here? Before we get the show started, I want to let you know this episode is brought to you by MUZMM.com. They make these pretty killer duffel bags slash backpack hybrids. Pretty darn sick, I gotta say. Anyway, if you want to save 20% on your next order, you can go to MUZMM.com slash discount slash SDGeekPod. You can also use our discount code SDGeekPod at checkout. Again, that's for 20% off, but we'll talk about that a little later on in the episode. Let's get things started. First things that he, that the tweet that he retweeted said, yeah. the thing, the, one of the good thing, the great things about BVS is that it shows the Waynes, particularly Thomas Wayne, as not being a pushover. He like he's strong and he tried to fight for his family or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, so, th- so the rich guy, the stupidly rich guy who could have very easily just given the pearls over and gotten some new ones, put his family at risk because he was tough, and got the himself and his wife killed. Good job. Son. Yep. Yep. Good job, sir. That's fucked up, Peter. The man's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then I, I didn't agree. bother reading the rest because I'm like, that is the most short-sighted thing I have but, ever seen. So I can't, I'm not even going to bother with the rest. Let's go off of this, though. The DCEU allows the viewers to relate and connect to almost every character on the screen. Something the MCU just started doing. So can we go back to maybe first... Phase, well, what are you gonna say? Real quick, I, just to give some context to those who are listening, um, what, what exactly are we talking about right now? Uh, a friend, Glenn, okay, who friend is a diehard, blind, diehard <laughs> DC <laughs> fan, uh, figuratively and maybe almost literally, yes, but we'll see. He's a, he's a fanboy, definitely is. Sure, uh, he doesn't like Marvel movies for very random, weird, random, weird reasons. I mean, like, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it's blind hate, though, it's yeah. something different. Yeah. Totally. You know, a good movie's a good movie. Yeah. So he's saying that MCU just started making characters relatable. Do we agree with this? And do well on screen together? Like, they share the screen well together as well? Was that another no, point No, he's he made? just saying connecting with the characters. So first oh, off... Oh, really? Man of Steel... Superman's an alien. That, right? And he's pretty much a god. How on earth is that relatable <laughs> in any way? Right? I don't know. I, I, mean, I, can't. I, I can grasp for straws saying that, you know, we all lose a loved one every once in a while, and I guess he does too. That's about it. Did that make know. you relate to the character? So, no. I mean, I guess I felt for that scene when Kevin Costner, spoilers, dies via tornado. But that's about it. <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed to relate to that? You're like, I do relate at being a god and having to watch a loved one die while I'm powerless to do anything about it. Even though I'm technically not powerless, I could do everything about it. Right. I mean, he would but have I... outed himself as a superhero or as a super being. But other than that, yeah. What, where, where, where was the loss in that? Where, Is yeah. the lesson supposed to be like control your emotions or something? I for the greater good when daddy tells you no it's no it and that's no. about it right i don't know yeah that's all i can really think of i don't know i i, I watched twister once i watched people <laughs> die via tornado oh, yeah. before hunt hunt was great i guess that, I don't know. that was a good movie well superman wasn't bad it just no i like i, I well, actually like man of steel yeah. quite a bit but there's I no mean, it's okay you can't connect with an alien who's unbreakable undiable they try no, everythingable. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and everythingable. Yeah, everythingable yeah. essentially. And Frost Breath. Don't forget Frost Breath. And Wonder Woman. Yes. How are we supposed to like? Great movie. We all fall I loved in love. It. I guess. But th- there's the bit where she like 
Char- which is the best scene in the movie, in my opinion, where she charges across no man's land that was because tight. she's just like all righteous and and stuff. But I'm like, what what's the lesson there? <laughs> what what are you? What, what how am I supposed to re- like be? I guess courage and bravery is the right thing. Yeah. But in in real life, run into gunfire. We would have died. Any one of us would have died. Exactly. Yeah, like I don't under. Send Peter in first. <laughs> I like what the movie stands for, obviously. Yeah, Wonder Woman is great. So. I think it's good for young women or any woman, really, to to you know find a role model in this. Even if you're a male and you think that movie's badass and you like that, you know, there's a good amount of girl power within that movie. I think that's all the better for it. I think it makes a good political statement for this time of day. But again, how relatable is she is begs the question, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And I, I can't say that she is very much. Uh, how about, for instance, Cyborg? BV or what? Well, not BVS. What is that? Justice League. Justice League. Can't there say I no really cared for that, that character. character. No, no. I mean, he no, was. He had a couple cool scenes in the movie, but not that many. The Flash. I don't really. I mean, what? I guess I'm not a very good runner either. I don't know what else to think about that. <laughs> He's know. smart and misunderstood. He's very smart. I mean, we're all very smart. So <laughs> I don't I, know. I, I can't speak that way for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have my moments. I guess Aquaman a little bit. Like accepting something that you're not, you don't want to embrace. I think kind that's of, the I guess. only one. Sure. And you're sure. looking at me kinda... like I'm a fucking retard. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That, that was not the message I was trying to send. I'm trying to think of like, I guess we all say my man every once in a while. <laughs> nah. I can't think of anything that else. That movie is the only example that I can think of that actually feels relatable because it's like embrace your destiny and like the struggle between uh, what you want and what you are told to want, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's fair. There's sort of some of that in Superman, but I don't think it's as it's portrayed very well. Like it, it in I mean, this whole conversation was how you relate to the characters. Sure, and you you relate more to Aquaman in his yep. movie than I think you do in Superman and Man of Steel. Sure, I mean on the other side of the coin to defend what our friend Glenn was saying, I guess I'm not an Asgardian god of thunder either. So I guess that kind of but gives, even then, go, well, please please no go ahead. Even then, in his third movie anyway and even somewhat in his second movie you yeah. he's on an emotional journey like he loses his mother in the thor the, the bad thor uh and he thinks he loses loki anyway and it's it's he goes on quite the roller coaster. he's he's one of the he's gone on quite an emotional journey oh, in the yeah, mcu yeah yeah all for like sure. so you still d- despite the fact that he is a norse god you you he's still relatable sure he's yeah. relatable I get that, and I would say maybe not he, so much in his first movie. <laughs> He's an yeah, overweight so superhero. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm okay with positive the, body positive, image. Yeah, for exactly. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I finally, I, I remember when we were, um, or when we were high school, when we were a little after high school. Scorning a John, AJ, you were there. <laughs> In spirit, you were. In spirit, we yeah. hadn't met you yet. But, That's yeah. all right. Um, <laughs> I was just on the way. But every we would always say like, okay, one of these days we're gonna get. Get in shape, and we're gonna cosplay as like Ryu and Ken or Goku and Vegeta or some shit. Like that. I remember that, yeah. So oh, I wow. think I at at some point I think I said I want to cosplay as Thor, and I think I can now. <laughs> I think it's attainable at this point. This is gonna be like like when Suicide Squad came out and everybody and their grandmothers was dressing as Harley Quinn. Everybody's gonna be overweight yeah, th- spoilers i guess if you haven't seen it's been two and a half weeks yeah, it's, you know, you know, it, it, it's been lifted right the spoiler yeah. or whatever 
There we go. Sorry about that, though. But yes, I feel you. Now, it, now, yeah, they're going to be dad bod Thors everywhere. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh. A plenty, mm-hmm. which I look forward to seeing. It actually sounds kind of fun. <laughs> but um, either way, yeah. See, th- more relatable now than ever before. But you want to know something funny I just thought about? Because mm. I also feel like Shazam is the same thing. Like, you kind of, he has to embrace what was given to him, even though he doesn't want to. Right. Sure. This is more recent. DC movies that are finally starting to do it. Exactly. So it's the completely opposite of what Glenn's saying. Right. Yes. Because I guess, can you really relate to Tony Stark? I, I don't think so. Playboy billionaire? I don't know. It, who happens to no, be a genius really. as well? Yeah, I don't know about Big that. Big Captain America, which is the second Marvel movie, right? If we're not counting Hulk, which I guess we should. The third Marvel <laughs> movie, right? No. He, wait. Captain America, one? the very first Captain He was the first third Avenger? Yeah. solo movie that was introduced. Yes. No. And that one you can relate to the character. Well, fourth, if you include Incredible Hulk. Which, yeah, it's part we of should, the MCU. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Technically, it is. Mm-hmm. It's part of the Avengers it's Initiative an and all movie. that. <laughs> it's okay. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was It's fun. okay, yeah. I, I would watch it again if we had to, yeah. I'd watch AJ, it you're making a Fuji face when you're fucking saying that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun movie. I love the fight scene between Hulk and Abomination. That's really fun. But other than that, yeah, it's just a whatever movie. Or like when they actually like use sound waves to hold him down. I like that scene as well. That was kind of cool, but... Otherwise, that was, it was a chill movie. But I feel like, yeah, Captain America, that movie was very relatable, especially when he was skinny Captain America. <laughs> right. I feel like Marvel movies, they do a good job of like coming of age stories. But then also, again, like you guys mentioned earlier, Shazam is an example of that as well. But again, it's a more recent example of DC actually doing things pretty right, I would have to say. There's a scene in... Captain America that I've always loved and I just rewatched it again recently because it just it it going off on a bit of a tangent here but okay. it um it pretty much spells out everything about Steve Rogers right then in that moment and it's the the part where Tommy Lee Jones like throws a, the a, a dummy grenade he jumps on it and everybody else flees yeah. and he jumps on it and tells everybody Don't to get see. back very very strong stuff very powerful moment yeah and even though he is like He's and I've I've mentioned it a few episodes ago. Like his character is perfect. Like he's the embodiment of right, righteousness and and the the American way, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and I think he's maybe not relatable per se, but he's just um, what's the word I'm looking? Uh, inspirational. Like he's just something you would aspire to be. Okay. And Cat? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for yeah. sure. No, I've told myself that multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But uh, but again, his struggles, though, in life are very real. Yeah. I would say, you know, we've all experienced loss. And also, he, I mean, he's just a guy that's trying to and, keep it together and do his best. And yeah. you, and he's always suffering this loss. He never gets over it. I mean, he's so gay for Bucky. <laughs> I mean, you know, and his woman, with uh, Agent Carter. Yeah. yeah. That never leaves. That stayed for the fucking 10 years. But he never wavers. Yeah. He's still he's still pushing forward. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's true. He so can do again, this all day. Not quite relatable, but admirable. Yes, yeah, definitely admirable. As of, I mean, you could kind of say the same for Superman, I guess. But otherwise, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Tony Stark and Batman are this, are different sides of the same coin in a way. I'm mean, very rich billionaire playboys, but also, you know, a kind of unobtainable lifestyle for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'd have to go with that. I'm not and, relatable to yeah. to. Tom, uh, Bruce Wayne at all. I know, right? I mean, again, he has his own loss in life as well, which is great, I guess, but I mean, not. don't get me wrong, I like Batman the character. I think when he's done well, it's brilliant, but otherwise, I mean, how often have we seen that recently and within the past 10 years? Can I just say this? If your only argument is to save the, uh, 
DC movies are better than Marvel is because you can relate to the characters more. You are blind, my friend. <laughs> there are several, several other reasons why these movies are better than DCU. So we can get into that another time if you guys want to. Yeah, I don't want to break it down right okay, now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Glenn's heard it. He's never gonna listen to it. <laughs> Gotcha. So it's an awful movie. This whole thing spawned. I don't know if you guys have seen, but lately people have been going to Twitter hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Yes. So everybody's coming out with their horrible DC's great opinions, and they're just wrong. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> That's not fair. Some of like there's some valid criticisms to the Marvel movies. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, they're not perfect. Nope. They're great. But they're certainly not perfect. Agreed. But then there's the other side of the coin, which is the DC fans that think DC shits uh, American flags that also shit bald eagles, <laughs> uh, which is also pretty short-sighted. Sure. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Well, <laughs> my, I just say, even though I am interested to see this, you know, Snyder Cut that everyone keeps talking about. It's not going to make it better. It's not going to. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's what not. DC and Warner Brothers is realizing is like, guys, you, this will not, we're just starting to turn things around. Mm-hmm. Don't bring us back down again. We don't want to release this. You don't want to see it. But I'm surprised they actually don't just come out and say that. To like, be honest, trust I would me, love we changed to see it for a Snyder reason. Cut. With all the things that we've heard I'd about what, what was supposed to happen, what was originally supposed to happen. Oh, yeah, I honestly, release it, please. I honestly think it might make BVS better in the same way that because, okay, so Justice League was originally planned to be a two-parter. It was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to end with like a Thanos-y type uh, tease for Darkseid and then it was supposed to carry over into Justice League 2. Cool. And a lot of the groundwork for even that movie, that that arc was set up in Batman versus Superman. One of the reasons why I think it's bad, I might add, um, because it. Well, I'm not going to get it. I've said it a million times at this point. <laughs> um, but I would love, I think if they if they were to release a Snyder Cut, if it even exists, I don't even believe it exists, no, uh, it to be honest. But if it did, and if they were to release it, I think it has the potential to actually make BVS a better movie. Similar to how, you know how Infinity War, we had some loose ends, we had some loose threads, and we're just like, what about this, what about that? A lot of people were asking questions that were, in some cases, were just ignored, like Valkyrie and Korg. It's just like, how come they weren't there at yeah. the ship with Thanos? Like, where did they go? We didn't even hear them men- mentioned. Not in, once, um, yeah. But it kind of gets resolved later uh, when it when it's appropriate. So I, I'm hoping that if they were to release a Snyder Cut something like that would happen. Some of the loose ends in BVS or some of the things that seem to have gone nowhere, like the flash coming back in time thing may have been explained better. It would have made a little more sense. Yes, exactly. Cause at the time it was just like, Whoa, we're, this is what the second movie in this universe. We're jumping straight into time travel. This is fucking bizarre. Yeah. Totally Um, at random too. Do you think a movie should be good based off of a second movie making it better? I don't. You know what? I've asked myself that same (laughs) question. (laughs) That's a fair question. Because I'm hearing you say this. I'm like, you're depending on a unreleased cut to make a previous movie better. Well, you kind of like (laughs) the, the example I think of is Endgame. You kind of rely. You have to have seen a big chunk, if not all of the previous movies in that universe for that movie to even make sense. So okay. in that sense, you're not really taking that movie as a standalone movie. You're already taking in, taking it as the conclusion to all the movies that came previously. So which way, like movies are changing. You can't yeah. really take Endgame as a solo movie 
You have to definitely not. Definitely Endgame not. itself, no, it's not a. Solo Even movie. Infinity War, to yes, a, to agree. a to a lesser degree, but any, it's still any there. Any of the Avenger movies aren't solo movies. You kind of have to watch previous movies to know certain things, correct? Yeah, yeah. If you watch, I'm Age trying to put Ultimate, my shoes in in a person who didn't grow up loving comic book yeah. characters and stuff. So yeah, I would say otherwise you'd be like, who the fuck are these what people? The Why do I care? On? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that, but that's where <laughs> DC fucked up by starting at the end. Yeah, pretty much. Right? They jumped like three quarters into a story that you know the previous two didn't even exist yet. Justice League introduced or not even established two characters right? that we had never we'd we'd seen in camera footage <laughs> on Lex Luthor's computer, <laughs> right? Complete with symbols and everything. Yeah, <laughs> pre-designed. So we, we get we so there was two <laughs> sort of half-assed origin stories for the Flash and for Cyborg, yeah. and then in that same movie, it was a team-up movie. Recipe for disaster from the get-go. Right. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that I don't think can be argued against. But anyway. not very well. Yeah. But anyway, back to my original point. I do think, t- to answer your question, John, I do think it is viable in this day and age for a follow-up movie to shed some light on the movie that came before. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say so. Kind of, I mean, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I feel like, just to put it briefly as an example... I think something that the last, some things that the last Jedi did in Star Wars, I'm hoping kind of get a little more light shed on it in um, what is it, Rise of Skywalker, just a little bit as far as right. certain characters, things that happen to them, etc. I don't know. Because I used to be on that same, uh, on that same thought train where you just take a movie for what it is, right? Yeah. But it's getting harder and harder. If you know it's a franchise and accept the fact that it's going to take a follow up to com- to make the previous movie better. De- not necessarily. It, it, I use BVS and Infinity War as perf- as as the examples because they very clearly were supposed to be to set up for things to come later. Yes. yes. Uh, similar to um, the Force Awakens, I guess, does the similar thing where it it already knew it was going to be a trilogy. It knew that there were yep. going to be movies coming afterwards, so it kind of sets up a couple things. Yeah. Which mm, maybe were ignored, maybe were not. And t- t- who knows? That's a whole other topic. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it, it just I think there are there is a way to make independent film or movies that are part of a I don't know a saga if you will or a franchise and make them each stand out in their own way. I think Thor Ragnarok is a great example of that. I think that um, Two Towers of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is a good example of that as well. Very different movies, very different franchises, but at the same time they stand alone as great films in and of themselves while still working off previous work that built into that story that they were in and also expanding what the future is to come after those movies in general as well. Two Towers is a beautiful um, example of how you get you know, the Fellowship of the Ring to make a great second movie and then lead into a great final uh, third movie, and also you get Thor Ragnarok, which has you know a lot of loss that Thor has gone to, through from the first two movies, and then expanding on forward from um, into um, Infinity War, if you will. I don't know. I, I just think that that is a good example of how you can set up a universe and make it work really well, while also letting them just be good movies in and of themselves without needing too much. I, I guess they're just independently good films. That's what I was going to say. I'll just leave it that, you're, you're to just, that. You're just talking about movies that kind of connect to one another which right in themselves are great movies yes all of them so if vvs is the connection to justice league and you're depending on justice league to be to make the previous movie better i just don't think that's a great way of seeing it yeah fair enough that's just how so because every movie by itself if we're specifically talking about uh infinity war all those lead up movies individually except for you know those few in there are good 
There mm-hmm. is no, I hope the sequel makes this one better. Sure. And I don't think that's the best way of trying to see Batman versus Superman. Hoping that this Snyder Cut <laughs> is going to make the previously yeah. terrible movie slightly better. Sure. You shouldn't have to depend on I the think, sequel to make the previous movie any better than what it was. I, I definitely think when it comes to Infinity War, of course you have to see the previous movies to actually to uh, get the characters, to relate to them. To more appreciate them. Yada, yada. Yeah. But Infinity War itself isn't making these previous movies better. They're already better. Oh, yes, already exactly. I would argue... For the most part, for the most pretty part, good. Yeah, the, the Age of Ultron or again, the Endgame makes Age of Ultron a lot better because it a lot of things were because Age of Ultron for really? the most part. Oh yeah, think about it. So Tony Stark has his vision of pretty much everything that happens in Endgame. We get the tease that Captain America can lift Thor's hammer. We get what else do we get? We get that's when we're introduced to the the Hulk and Black Widow like romance thing that might be going on. Uh, I'm sure there's some more. Oh, that's the first time we're introduced to Hawkeye's family, right? Um, I think in high, like going back and seeing a lot of these movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now that Endgame has come out, and it, it, it they actually do become better. And Age of Ultron, I think, is a good example because at the time, and this is still my opinion, or, or I should say it was my opinion. I haven't gone back to see it uh, as of late. Uh, but at the time, I thought it was very underwhelming. I thought, what the hell was this movie? Yeah, this didn't I think feel most very. People did. It wasn't t- terrible, but it was on the lower. It was a low point in the MCU for sure. Um, but I do want to go back and watch it now because there were these breadcrumbs that were left there that did get paid off now. So I do think, even in the MCU's case, that it, this has happened. And you think those breadcrumbs are going to make the, the movie just better? Just, yeah. You're going to be like, fuck. These little tiny baby hints. That happened five years from now make this movie better. I'm not saying it's a good way to make films, which is I think that's what you're interpreting what I'm saying as. I'm not saying uh, BVS like, was a bad movie. Maybe it'll the the next movie will make it better. Yeah. I'm not saying like if you come into a movie and you say it sucks, you're like oh maybe it'll be better with later outings. I don't think as an audience that's not the way to think about it. But as a filmmaker. I think that's what people are doing. That's what the directors yeah. kind of have to do. And I, I think so, the way they handled it in BVS was awful. I don't think any kind Because it wasn't a stand, good standalone movie. Yeah. Nobody's arguing. Well, yeah. some people are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good movie, 100%. Okay. But sure. I do think it could be made better if that vision, if that those threads could have been completed. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just to tie this little bit in a bow real quick, I just bet I I, I I just really wondered to get on the technical side of things. Was all the editing and like post production all done for the Snyder Cut? Was that already finished? There's, it's just rumors. Nobody yeah. knows. Oh, okay, because like at that point, it's like obviously Warner Brothers is not going to spend another several millions of dollars just to finish something that they didn't want finished to begin with. You know what I mean? If I remember, like, if I'm remembering this happen. right, I doubt it. And you're absolutely right. They wouldn't. Uh, I th- I think filming was done. Suppose the, the story was the movie was completely done filming and they were in the editing process and sure. then they went back to do reshoots after BVS came out and a lot of people hated it. Okay. So yeah, they can so do it a, like a, they did. A vocal majority, I think, <laughs> Said, that yeah. it was bad. Yeah. I mean, after the calm, uh, uh, after everything calmed down of the hype of, you know, people that saw opening night and everything like that. Yeah. I guess you could say. And that, yeah. if that's real, you know, eventually it's going to come out. I, maybe. It's just a matter of time. Look at that. It's going to cost a lot of money uh, for them to do Donner it. Cut? Is that what's called for I Superman? I was talking to Glenn about it the other day, yeah. and he that's the example he used. Like, yeah, the, the Richard Donner cut for Superman 2, for those of you that aren't aware. Um, 
Yeah, the Superman 2 was edited down from the director's original vision. And then years, years later, the the director by the name of Richard Donner got his cut actually released. I think it was straight to DVD, but either way. Mm. Or at the time, VHS. Have that... you seen it? Yeah. Like, you can see that some of it was not done. Honestly, I mean, I yeah. was really young when I saw both of those movies. Uh, so I don't even remember mm. what the difference. Generally speaking, I do think it's... Um, Audiences preferred the the Richard Donner cut. Okay, that's fair. But, but I th- th- that's from memory. Don't quote me on that. I think back then, though, ju- uh, I mean, f- filmmaking was w- much less sophisticated back then. So maybe the edit, the added footage didn't stand out quite as much. But if Warner Brothers isn't willing to spend millions of dollars to make all the coloring right for and the lighting right for every scene in post production and the editing tight and perfect as on top of that maybe doing adr which is adding lines after the movie's already been shot and filmed they don't have to but i mean have you ever again the movie's gonna look really those scenes are gonna stand out like a sore thumb though if they don't do all that that's the thing so it'll take away from the experience i don't think well the experience is already fucking gone (laughs) (laughs) in our opinion yes but have you ever seen god i'm so old i don't even think people do this anymore but on dvds the deleted scenes. I used to sit through deleted scenes, and and certain yeah. movies you would see that these scenes weren't even completed. So they'd show some scenes as humans, and they'd be like a sketchboard, right. and then go back into the humans. So I mean, they could do it. That's why they're it deleted great, scenes, though. They I don't mean, edit them into the movie because it's going to look like crap. You know what right. I mean? But if they're just re-releasing it, it's like a special edition. It's just that's all it is. It's by the tenth anniversary of Batman versus Superman, including. Yeah, it's no. possible. Or Justice League, I'm sorry. Sure, sure. Doesn't matter. I, I'm, I'm sure Zack Snyder could use a paycheck <laughs> right now. I don't yeah. doubt that. All right, well, speaking of all that, have you guys seen the Final Fantasy teaser trailer yet? Final Fantasy VII, that was that supposed is. to be on my list. Yes, I did. Yes. Have you have you seen it, John? I just seen a comparison photo, and it looked pretty crazy, the difference. Oh, cool. What was it comparing? It was of the girl who has, like, the weird bangs. Oh, yes, okay. Aerith. God damn. Aerith or Ares. Would Compared that to the original remember? game? or Yeah. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Side by side. Night God damn. Yeah. Holy shit. In motion during the trailer. She looks really, really now, good, too. I want you guys to explain this to me. I saw a tweet saying that this game... This remake isn't turn-based, and the original was turn-based. The original yeah. was definitely so turn-based. What is yeah. it now? Is turn-based dead? No, though there there's still it's video still games around, that do it. But yeah. the Final Fantasy franchise has kind of left that behind for the past like I don't know four several entries or five, so. I think thirteen kind of had it sort of. Thirteen did have it sort of, as did twelve sort of, but it was that those were like a like a fusion of turn-based, yeah. but also that's kind of very transi- active at the that's same time. That's when they time. were transitioning to the more action-oriented, like Kingdom Hearts yes. kind of battle style, which it looks like this is very much reminiscent of, or mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fifteen for that matter. Yes. Does this bother you guys? I'm fine with it. Yes and no. I mean, I'm personally fine. With it's it. very outdated. The, the turn-based thing. It could be. But I there like are games that do it great, yeah. though. I uh, love turn-based, too. Yeah. But if I if I want to play a turn-based Final Fantasy VII, I can go back and play a turn-based Final Fantasy VII. Yes. I don't mind Much them. less pretty, though, I might add. Yeah, yeah, but it's still one of my favorite games of yeah, all time. I can still brilliant. play that. I'm actually playing through it right now on the Switch, and oh, I'm awesome. still enjoying it very much. Awesome. Nice. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. It's going to it's gonna be... It, whenever you remake anything video game movie tv show whatever the case may be fans are always going to compare it to the original and some people are going to hate it because it's not the same right but if you wanted it to be the same just go back and play the other game and shut the fuck up yeah like (laughs) there's gonna have to be changes to bring it into the modern day yeah 
Because they need to make money. They're not only trying to please old fans. They're trying to bring yeah, in new fans. Exactly. Fans that aren't so used to turn-based combat as much anymore. Unless you go out of your way to look for games that specifically cater to that. Which there are. Mm. For instance, Square Enix, was it last year already? They released uh, Octopath Traveler. It's like a, it harkens back to days of old Square Enix games. Or Square Soft games even, if you will. And that's all based off turn, turn-based combat. But with... a a slight twist, which is a really cool twist. I, I played the demo. I never bought the game, but playing the demo, I really enjoyed the combat of that game. It's turn-based done very well. It's super sophisticated. It bring it kind of ushers in the new era of JRPG, but also the familiarity of what it used to be as well. I just think it was done super well. Um, but live-action fighting, I mean, we see that, it, for instance, the Kingdom Hearts series, as, you know, maybe people were underwhelmed with 3, which I can understand to a degree, still haven't finished it, but still certain it's been aspects... like months, AJ. I, there are other games out there that I'd rather play right now. Goddamn. Um, which Get speaks fucked, kicking, kicking yeah three. yeah it just uh, it, it is fun <laughs> whenever I would sit out and play it it was enjoyable but at the end was, of the day it didn't really truly <laughs> draw me in as hard as the other ones Um, but regardless I'm just saying that it was too samey in my opinion it exactly feel, it didn't feel different enough or Sin new. has said the same as well mm-hmm. we can agree with you on that Um, on her behalf I guess I'll yeah, say that yeah not on John's behalf but uh, <laughs> I know right what uh, was I going to say though I, th- I was my example is though for his Eh, as Kingdom Hearts 3 is, I think the combat of at least that game and Kingdom Hearts 2 are great examples of live action fighting. I guess you could put it that way. Uh, or it's like a, it's a good action JRPG fighting style. Um, and I think Final Fantasy 15 was a great example of that also. Um, even though some people may have said the combat isn't perfect in that either. At the same time, though, there's still good examples of Final Fantasies of Square's Enix doing live action fighting very well. I don't know. So it doesn't need to be turn-based combat, but I would have liked to see that also. I wouldn't have been opposed to that whatsoever. I'd still buy the game. AJ, did you ever play uh, Legend of Dragoon for the PlayStation? I had a friend that played it. That was turn-based combat as well. Yeah, it was fucking great. That game looked awesome. Again, I would just sit back and watch him play it, and I just loved watching the story unfold. The story is pretty good. And the character designs are awesome. The character designs are awesome. Uh, PS1. What console? PS1. PlayStation 1, yeah. Because uh, that, that had turn-based game. combat, but there was an added little twist to it. There was, like, reaction commands yes. like, with every uh, physical attack that you did. Wasn't, like, a circle? Like, you had to, like, time everything It was correctly? a square. And, yeah, square. you had to time your button presses perfectly so that you get additional hits on, yes. your, on your attacks. And then there were even moments where the opponent could counter your like combo that you're doing and then you would have to press a different button and react to it so that you continue the combo. It was very... At the time, anyway, I thought it blew my fucking mind. Oh, yeah, Because I was used sure. to just regular JRPGs, just pressing buttons on a menu, attack, magic, Wait, heal, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it... Make sure you have people in the front row, in the back row, with less HP and such. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but even still... So uh, you mentioning yeah. Octopath Traveler just kind of reminds me of that. Like, old school RPG Similar elements, combat system. But a bit of... Uh, with a bit of a tweak. Exactly so. Exactly so. And there are JRPGs to this day that are released that do very similar things. Uh, or as far as yeah, they have the turn-based combat, and if they choose to, they add a fun little twist to how it works. So that way, it's not the same old, same old that we've known for years. What kind to come. of change do you make to it, though? What's that? What kind of change do you make to turn-based? Like, give me an example of a game where it's just a little. Well, uh, for instance, what um what Peter was saying about Legend of Dragoon, or more recently Octopath Trav- Octopath. Damn, we just had an Traveler. AJ moment. We just went through all of this. Yeah, we just answered that question by two examples. <laughs> Very it, 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 more more rhythm based, more timing based as well. Um, okay. I, again, I I don't I'm 
as much as I enjoy the aesthetic of JRPGs, I don't necessarily go out of my way to play very many of them. Okay. The ones that I have played more recently, though, like Tale, like the Tales of series, Tales of Vesperia was recently re-released on the Switch. Uh, that one is more uh, a live battle, an action battle system rather than turn-based combat. Okay. More so, but then. Uh, they also re-released, again, like Peter mentioned earlier, some older Final Fantasy titles. I bought 9, which is straight-up turn-based. But then there's also 12, which I bought recently, which is, again, a fusion of turn-based, but also kind of cool-downs, if you cool will. Cool-downs, okay. Kind of mm. like, um, if you will, like an MMORPG, similar to that. Okay. Yeah. So, the, the, again, Square and other companies have done a really good job of switching up how these games work. Um, but anyway, no, I, I'm, I'm hyped for this game, though. Just to cut straight to it, I think it looks gorgeous. I like how they try to keep the same kind of charm to it, like Barrett, which is uh, a partner of Cloud in this game. He kind of has that, that same kind of attitude. He talks kind of the same way. Um, Aerith looks amazing. She looks beautiful in this game. Um, there are a no lot of Tifa, characters. Though. I didn't yeah, see Tifa. We don't get Tifa. We don't get a lot. We don't get Red 13. There are a lot of characters in this. Um, well, d- did you hear that they announced this a while ago, but the release Vincent. of Final Fantasy VII is actually going to be episodic. Yeah, that's still not conf- reconfirmed. It hasn't I'm been reconfirmed. I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. What the I, fuck is that? It's, it's going to be released so... in, in chunks, in episodes. Uh, which so I don't really? know if I care for I, It's very happened much. before. They tried it, uh, well, not Square Enix in particular, but this type of release schedule has been attempted many times in the past to varying degrees of success. And so, but the reason I bring it up is because people are speculating that we've only seen Barrett and Cloud and Aerith is because maybe the first chapter is only takes place in Midgar. Yes, which is the entry like area of the game essentially. Yeah, it, which does make sense. Maybe they just don't want to show too much either. But I mean, for a teaser trailer, it is exciting. But it does start to lean toward yeah, this is definitely going to be episodic. I'd be pleasantly surprised if it wasn't. But then again, that could push back the. A launch of this game for several several Tetsuya years. Tetsuya so Nomura, who also worked on the Kingdom Hearts franchise, yep. uh, and we all saw how long that took for Kingdom Hearts three to Final come Fantasy out. Final Fantasy fifteen as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he did. He's the direct. He's a, the director of a lot of these games, mm-hmm. and for better or worse, they sometimes. give he he takes his sweet ass time making games. For better or worse, he 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 will. He's not shy about taking his time. Shit. How long was it between two and three? Uh, about 13 years? Ten, at least a decade? For the Kingdom Hearts games? Kingdom it was, but to be fair, I mean, they were still releasing games in that time. Yeah, but... But not the direct <laughs> sequels. So you're saying I could have had a they kid. They weren't technically direct sequels. That's the, the thing that boggles my mind, too. They do they, connect. They do connect, they and do, they do continue they the, story the story leading up to three. It's the MCU of video games, but it's not based But <laughs> it's not based off the main character, right? Not it, all it of is, them. Not all of them, but yeah. But they all kind of harken back to Sora's story in a way, loosely or not. But I mean... Sora is selectable in more games than the three? He's very much the main character, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Oh, shit. He's still okay. like the main boy at the end then of the day. Then why are people yeah. so upset that three is just barely coming out? I don't get it. Uh, I, again, like Peter said, forever. it's just kind of... It, it took forever. It took. It's a little samey. Um, I, yeah, it just it feels like Kingdom Hearts 2.5, even the, though 2.5 already came out. And it's <laughs> it was just the conclusion to the story. Like, there were... Because... Uh, even even though they were releasing games after Kingdom Hearts 2, I think the last game that came out, which was uh, Dream Drop Distance, question mark? Uh, 2.8. 2.8? 2.8 with Aqua. When did that come out? Uh, last year. Really? If not two that years ago. That continued the story even more? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. 
Play your RPGs. Throw, throw whatever the fuck I was going to say out recall, the window. Okay. But I, if I'm not mistaken, just to just to add to that, I believe in the beginning, near the beginning of 3, Riku and King Mickey are looking for Aqua, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which harkens back to what happens in Kingdom Hearts 2.8. That happens so, yeah. in 2.8? Yeah, I I believe, if I'm not mistaken. In, God damn. I think 2.8 goes off of what happens in um, Birth by Sleep this a little bit. This is almost as bad as the X-Men timeline. Exactly. Like, oh, no, it's as bad, it's if not worse. bizarre. <laughs> if you love Kingdom Hearts, more power to you. I, it holds a very special place in my heart easily. As it does with sure. me. Yeah. But at I'll the same sure. time. Despite how Kingdom Hearts 3 was a bit of a disappointment. I'm still willing to admit that, yeah, the, the series is very imperfect. Much like the movie we're going to be reviewing later as well. Um, we haven't even mentioned it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Detective Pikachu. If you couldn't tell from the title of this video, welcome to Nasty Geek Podcast. Yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> we just skipped the intro and everything. I'm AJ. I'm Peter. John. This yeah. is kind of late. Yeah. 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 Movies gaming book. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we talk about all this shit we care about, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And a you little bit cut more in, like, You want to cut in a more professional intro towards the beginning, but then just leave this part in to let them know that we... That we're dumbasses. That we're idiots that we and we, we had to yeah. go back and fix it. Right. In the past, you thought, oh, wow, these guys are pretty well-established and professional. Now you know Jump to no, the Future. Nope. No, yeah, we no, we were, we were shitty. I'm people. fucking Zack Snyder in here. I'll do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want. Talk about shoddy <laughs> editing. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, totally hype. The game looks great. I love that you can see a lot of returning enemies in this game as well, at least in, within the Midgar area, with maybe some newer ones as well. But still, I like that you see the first boss fight. It kind of happened for a moment. That was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Super hype. I'm I'm dumb hype. I'm dummy hype. <laughs> dummy hype. I'm, I'm with it. All right. What the hell do you guys want to talk about next before we get to uh, Detective Pikachu? We got a few news. Well, um, we're stories. still on video game talk, cool. I guess. So, Go for it. Uh, do you guys, did you guys play Dead by... John, you don't play games. AJ, no, have you not. played Dead by Daylight? <laughs> no. I've wanted to. haven't taken the time. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Glenn's really into it. And it's it's a really fun game. It, it, it I'm not as into it as he is, but I, it's very entertaining. It's different, very different, and they just, well, it got leaked, actually, that the newest uh, killer in that game uh, is going to be Ghostface from the Scream series. Cool. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, for those of you who unless maybe... Unless it's Ghostface Killer from the Wu-Tang Clan, and it's all Which just Which is a, possible, yeah, too. Yeah, it's all just a, it's, it's a diversion. He and his posse just come out and just... <laughs> yep. That'd be the first killer to have, like, a posse with him. That'd be actually kind of neat. A new mechanic. That'd be kind yeah, of neat. very cool. Like, maybe the, the posse would have less HP and maybe a little less damage, so a little easier to ward off. Maybe even you can kill them, but not kill the yeah, killer. it's a psych out. It's not Ghostface <laughs> from Scream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, um... Um, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with what Dead by Daylight is, essentially, how many MP or how many people are the four, four, four survivors, four and survivors. One killer, and you're, it's sort of like an escape room. You're trapped in this one in a in a in a, a map in a blocked off area. It's just sure. the map, and there's certain things you got to do to escape before uh, before the killer can get you. Yes, essentially so. Okay. Uh, you can't actually kill a killer either, right? You just simply no. have to you hide have, and set traps. And you such. have to hide, set traps. There's things you can do to kind of slow him down or distract him, but yeah, you can't kill him. He's there. The the traps don't kill the killer at all, no. right? They just slow him down. Yep. Essentially, just as long as you can survive until the timer runs out. Pretty much. Okay. Well, cool. not until you escape. There is no timer. Oh, you actually escape. Yeah. Oh, to escape. okay. Okay. I've never. I don't think I've ever played a full round of it. I've watched it again, but I was. I guess is it all paying long attention. Game or is it quick to beat? Um, it's all multiplayer. There's no story. Oh, it's multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So the killer is an actual person. You're always playing against somebody, which adds oh. to the fun of it. Especially so is it if like playing it's Clue? An online environment. It's yes and no. It, it, it's the 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 puzzle mechanics. Like once you figure it out, it's it's the same every every map. It's not like you have to figure out. Oh, like mm. it's not like there's an actual puzzle that you need to solve. Okay. 
Fair enough. All right. Well, but let's, it's fun. Okay. Um, let, let's talk about this a little bit because this is something that I have felt like a crazy person for, at least when speaking with general audience friends of mine. But people have asked me like before Endgame came out, they're like, "Oh, what character would you love to see in it?" And I would always tell them. I want Nova in the MCU. Yes. I want Nova in the MCU. And then finally, John and Peter brought some news saying that Marvel Studios is reportedly developing a Nova movie. Thank God. We did it. Yes. It has, it's happened. It's finally happened. For those of you who are like my other Energy friends that may not know who Nova is, shall we explain who he He's is? He's a space slightly? cop. Yep. A space cop. There you go. Right. He's a space cop. Nova Corps was He's Marvel's equivalent Guardians. of the Green Lantern. There you go. Yeah. But... I think hopefully executed better than he that movie was. He has flaming nipples, right? His nipples are on fire? Sort of. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> in the comic book run more recently, he has a son who takes up the mantle as Nova as well, which was done in a really fun manner as well. Kid Nova. Yeah, yep. I actually like those stories a lot. That was pretty fun. I don't own the full run, but I do own quite a few of those comics. And yeah, really fun story. Totally enjoy it. Very fun character. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's kind of like just a brouhaha kind of space cop guy. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like the more Aquaman esque, like Jason Momoa version of what Captain Marvel is. I guess you could say that's actually very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's very like cocky and very just like yeah. Who's canon? Yeah. His voice acting in Marvel or Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three is amazing too. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. Really he's good. so hyped the entire so time. He's just so. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I'm super super crazy hype about this. Um. How are you guys feeling? That would be dope. Ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's about damn time. Bring in more new characters I've never Wonder- really... Wait, so it to. said that they're going to release a Nova movie, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what so the We don't said. even know if that's a cartoon straight to... That's true. Hey, if they want Disney to do it Plus. like... Yeah. Uh, that's true. Hey, if they can do what Spider-Verse did, I'm fine with that. I mean, the entirely. Nova Core already exists within the MCU. Yes. I'm surprised they haven't at least done a tease I was going to say, they right? don't even like, bring There's up a name. There's been two Guardians or... movies now. Yeah. Maybe we'll see it in Guardians 3. Maybe we'll get a tease. That I'm hoping. so good. I'm mm. hoping. I want to see like a space clash between he and Thor. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm imagining like, it's Before tease. they realize that they're in a team. Yeah. Uh, that they're on the same side, I should say. That would be totally tight. Well... Speaking of comic book movies and uh, a big hero that may be coming soon, you guys brought up the Batman recently in our news. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Cool. For better or worse. Yeah. Whatever's cool. going on with that. Still Schrodinger's no... bat. He's in. He's out. Who's right. directing it now again? Matt Reeves. What did he direct beforehand? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. There are some pretty good ones. If you're screaming okay. at us, let us know on Twitter at SDGeekPod or Instagram if you want as well. Let us know. Educate us. Por favor. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm glad that it may actually happen. It's set for summer 2021, two years from now. That's cool with me. Just make it a good movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to wait the just two years easily as long as it comes take out Take your well. time. Just make it good. Right? Exactly. Please, DC. <laughs> yeah. Please, Warner Brothers. No one's rushing you on this. Just take, Or at least we're not. Just take your time. Do what it takes It'd to make gentle. a good movie again. Oh, he did the Planet of the Apes movies. There you uh, go. There you there go. You go okay. which, I haven't seen great. them, but I've heard they're amazing. They're a fun trilogy. Yeah, same here. I would say that they get mostly stronger with each entry in the in the trilogy, for sure. The, the, the last one, I mean, yeah. The last one has some, I would compare it to, the la- uh, not The Last Jedi, The Return of the Jedi. God, that, mo- that name is used a lot, or that word is used a lot. Um, but anyway, it, it's kind of similar to where it's a great payoff ending, but maybe the second one has its, its I guess, its pluses about it. At the end of the day, though, it's a CGI fest that is gorgeous. That, those apes mm-hmm. look amazing in that movie. Uh, but either way, Batman news, looking forward to that movie very much. 
Um, let's talk about Bye Biger. Bye Iger? Is that how Bye I pronounce Biger. that? Bye Biger. Yeah, you know, everybody knows Bye Biger. Well, what's the news from Bob Iger, John? Please. He just said that they're going to uh, talk about phase four during the summer, which hopefully they talk about Nova. Right? We'll see. Silver Surfer, maybe the X Men. Probably won't, but. Probably Which won't. I'm fine with as well. I, I just feel like the taste in my mouth with the X Men, it doesn't need to be cleansed right away. It does. I mean, I, I'm willing to just let Dark Phoenix finish things off, Take and nice then kind of just let it disappear for a while. I think, really don't need it. Do you right think now. there's been enough time from Fantastic Four for them to re-release yeah. a new one? Yeah. Now? I don't uh, think anybody saw that movie. So I the did. more recent one, <laughs> waste. I saw the a more movie recent drone. one. It made me want to drink. You yeah. saw the more. You saw it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it was Have not you? that great. No. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. There it's you go. awful. It's bad. Is it just boring? Like I just the coloring of that movie alone. Just it just looks so somber. It looks so sad. It looked lethargic. It's like Man of Steel. I, I was gonna yeah, say if you, you like that. certain other movies from a different comic book series, <laughs> then you might like this one. Okay, fair enough. Fair but enough. yeah, it's 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 trash. It's awful. Gotcha. Don't watch it. Fair enough. I, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you for the, for the warning on that. Doesn't Doctor you Doom end up being like a weird robot guy with beady eyes? Yeah, they go into like a different dimension. That's how they get like their powers. It's fucking retarded. <laughs> it's not good. Nice. Um, let's see. Speaking of not good, well, at least my opinion, Gambit. I it's... really don't care for this movie. Really don't care for this movie. Does anybody? <laughs> I mean, besides Channing Tatum, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I look forward to them doing it one day. I mean, if it happens to, if we get a great trailer one day. I'm more than down with it, but apparently it's been removed from the schedule, and I could care less. I mean, it'll I be could back. Care less. What's that? It's, it always it'll seems to, it always seems to get removed from some type of schedule, but it comes back yeah. on Channing Tatum's Twitter. At the very least, it will be back. Or, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Has he said that recently, or what? No, but oh, okay. I mean, I don't see him letting it go. He's a cool soon. character, but I don't think he deserves a solo movie compared to other X Men characters. That's I just, very true. Who would you prefer? Magneto, Xavier, kind of got well, Cyclops. First Class kind of was his solo movie. It was like a nice origin to both of those characters. Well, do you I remember originally they were gonna do alongside the yes. origin movie for Wolverine? They were gonna give Magneto his uh, his own solo movie, and because the movie was trash, well, that wasn't even the reason. The but. reason was that as they were writing the script, they were also writing First show. Class, and they were just like, "There's a lot of." Um, similarities. similarities between the two. We're kind of telling the same story, so why don't we just kind of Combine put them together? Them. And we got that's why Magneto was so awesome in that movie. Good point. Yeah, a, a lot of people say that they want new Magneto stories and all that, but at the same time, Michael Fassbender might not do it. I think that would be a I'm loss. I'm surprised he's still doing he, it now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a great Magneto. I actually like Michael Fassbender a it. lot. Probably, I'm sure he loves playing it. Yeah, it is a great character. It's just a shame that they don't put him in the best movies after First Class. You know? Yeah, he he deserves a lot better of an actor, and the character deserves to be portrayed a lot. Well, not. No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say portrayed. It's the character deserves to be placed in better movies, essentially. Yeah. In better yeah. stories. I mean, I do respect the fact that X-Men, I guess over the past like decade or so, they do a fun job of making sure that each entry is its own kind of story, which loosely connects to everything, except for Days of Future Past, which blows everything, I guess. It just made things not matter anymore to me, really. Mm-hmm. I guess just at the end of the day, I guess it's interesting, an idea, in that it feels like a comic book. But as a movie, I guess, go figure. But at the same time, at least they make all these different stories, which for better or worse come out. I don't know. I would just, 
I don't know. I, I, I like disconnected stories, but at the same time, they've just not done very well. I don't know. So it just goes to show that DC, we're not just hating on them. Marvel has done it very poorly in the past as we well. We don't include that in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're, the truth. It's, it's not. not in the MCU they're anyway. They're not. Yeah. They're a different Marvel. Yeah, they're that's not, true. They're not our Marvel. Again, MCU makes bad movies, but yeah. they're not included in, in Marvel. <laughs> exactly. We choose to ignore them and accept the fact that they're not always great. Yeah. That's for Except sure. Except for Logan and Deadpool. Right. So, Deadpool, so Logan, 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 Logan. <laughs> you guys want to get into anything else before we go into our review? Uh, uh, we all good? Okay, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, I think going, harkening back to our earlier conversation about a later movies making previous movies Ooh, in the franchise better, uh-huh. I think you could sort of say that with the X-Men movies in the sense that I remember mm. when X-Men first class. <laughs> like, hear me out. Hear hey, me he out. was the one that disagreed. Hear not me, me. Don't look at you me, You made Peter. a face. AJ I, made a noise. You I made, made a noise. <laughs> Hear me out. Put it on a shirt. AJ made a noise. So I remember when X-Men First Class, uh, the the trailer came out, Mm -hmm. and myself and many others were like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Why is, um, why am I forgetting the the, the Summers brother? The the other, the other, uh, Cyclops' brother. Havoc? Havoc. I don't remember his actual, the character's name. But yeah, like, why is he in a prequel movie? He's supposed to be the younger brother of Cyclops, so how is he... What's going on? Cyclops is already in this in this universe, <laughs> and this is a prequel. So how is he? How's he in the '60s? Like, what the fuck is going on? I remember that happened. There was a lot of that, and then also um, huh? Mystique. Even it was just like, why is Mystique's in this movie? But she's what's she's in the she's in the, the other movie? Like, what's, what's, what's going, going on? What's going on here? here? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. And that movie came out. It with and then people's expectations were low, mine yeah. included. And that's yeah. probably my favorite movie in the X-Men franchise, not including any solo movies. Um, oh, sure. No, it's my it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah like, it, it ended up being it, great. Yeah. And so a lot of these plot threads that kind of didn't make any sense or fall in line with the timeline were kind of forgotten about because it was a good movie. Yes. Yep. When when you make good movies, you kind of forgive or forget about some of those things that don't <laughs> quite it make sense. Make I'm sure that's the goal. But right. d- Days of Future Past... Kind of when they start to merge the timelines, or at least they kind of reset the timeline, mm-hmm. it kind of makes more sense as to how that movie is a prequel because it kind of undoes a lot of the stuff that we had seen in the franchise prior, yeah. one, two, and three. That's a good point. Yeah, I For, guess. It, yeah, and it then does. they threw that out the window immediately after. But at the time, it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that makes a little more sense timeline wise because you reset the timeline. That those events didn't actually happen. Still doesn't make it. Still doesn't make sense why Cyclops is younger. It, it still doesn't make it. It's not perfect. It's You're on some detective not. Pikachu shit, my but friend. It's, right? I'm saying it's there. <laughs> the okay. signs are there. Well, do it. Solve the That's case. The signs good. are there. Insert Charlie Day meme yeah. right now. <laughs> it's there. Look at the That's look at the I evidence. Thought. When he started getting into, it, I was like, "Oh shit." We're getting deep. I know. Is there right? alcohol in there? <laughs> I know. Right? What you got in there, man? All right. For sure. <laughs> nice. I appreciate the rant. All right. Well, with that said, to connect that. <laughs> um, this episode is brought to you by museum.com <laughs> yeah tell us about it Peter uh we need to be able to make some money off this damn podcast sell the people people uh, <laughs> sell it to the people can we cut for a second I'm just so sure exhausted you know what while you catch your breath I'll go yeah, into a little bit sure so museum they uh they make these really killer like duffel bag slash backpack hybrids really cool luggage you could say um gigantic bags they have smaller versions of them as well really pretty groovy designs though they have like the big caribbean which i'm a big fan of um 
I'm going to use a large fan of. How about that? I'm large? using the word big too much. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, they also have the watermelon coloring, which I'm pretty privy to. Really cool tropical designs. Kind of like that hipstery vibe to it just a little bit. But it's really fun and like kind of carefree. Um, they, again, they come in two different sizes. Shoulder strap if you want to have it as a duffel bag. Or you got the double shoulder strap on the bag as well. If you, if you want to use it as a backpack, you can throw your skateboard on there as well. It has all sorts of pockets, a laptop uh, sleeve as well for yourself. If you want to take your console over to your friend's house because you want to have a LAN party, if people still do that, you can actually do so if you want. Um, Peter, usually when he wants to, if he takes his stuff home, he's actually able to bring his podcast equipment, including his mic and such like that, and his pop filter in the bag. He brings it over here. We get it set up. It's actually pretty damn convenient. Very Would convenient. You say, Peter? Yes, very convenient. Right. It's great. Give us some shining Back. endorsements. Forgot to well. mention the cup holder. Oh, the cup holder. Yes. cup holder. So if you know, if you're someone that's into athletics, maybe if you're jogging, you could put your little water bo- water bottle. I I always want whenever I say that damn phrase, I want to say waddle botter every time. Oh no, it's like, it, I think I'm slowly but surely I like becoming that senile. That sounds more fun. Waddle, you can keep your water bottle. Your waddle botter. There you go. Now I want to say it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> of course, when it's for the ad read. But anyway, yes. Actually, you know what? Speaking of which, at Museum M, if you guys want to send us a, co- a piece of copy, that way we actually have something to read off of, rather than me having to riff every freaking time that doesn't take away from the quality of the bag though let's just no, say it's that still great no no it's still great quality um peter that how are you liking yours it's great cool, cool all the things you said and more and, and more. more it's got a couple straps on the side that you can hold stuff it's pretty cool can you put your pokemon in it you could fit a couple of pikachus in there yeah gotcha. nice. quite, quite could, a few pikachus could you fit a uh could you fit a psyduck in there psyducks have a pretty good psyduck amount, was a lot a good smaller than, we'll get into it but yeah, yes you can fit a, a psyduck shot. i know what you're talking about yes, yes. i think i know what the, the shot you're talking about mm. uh you could fit a jigglypuff in there pretty easily snorlax i don't know why you'd want it. to you'd probably be just taking a nap on the sidewalk at that point <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, I mean, anyway, if you want to save 20% off your order, you can go to muzmm.com slash discount slash sdgeekpod. Even use the discount code sdgeekpod at checkout. Again, that's for 20% off your order. muzmm.com slash discount slash sdgeekpod. Now, without further ado, Detective Pikachu, we're going to go non-spoilers and then into spoilers, if you will, from there. Um, what the hell did you boys think of this film? Non-spoilers. Non-spoilers. I... Enjoyed it very much. I think I set my expectations a bit too high. And Me it didn't too. Quite live up to the to my expectations, but that's not at the fault of the movie. That's really on on me. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Did there I, were a lot more twists than I would have expected in in a movie such true, as this. True. And in a in a movie definitely geared towards kids, there's adult humor snuck in there by Ryan Reynolds. Here and there, yeah. It's there's great some too. dirty stuff yeah. in there. Uh, even the kid humor I was laughing at yeah no it was a sincerely fun movie Um, again my expectations were super super high for seeing this and when I saw it I was like oh it was a fun movie you guys must have had your standards up really I love the movie it's fun I didn't see so many trailers I was just like okay Pokemon let's do it it looks funny I think what really happened was that when they announced this my expectations were so low and then the trailer came out and I'm like wow this actually looks pretty fucking good yeah. and at that point I got my hopes too high mm. I see I see sure yeah I mean it wasn't like a like a super duper well done like who done it type of no. detective film whatsoever it's, it's a just kids more like movie. yeah you're along for the ride and there are a lot of funny and cute things that happen throughout this film uh that is one thing I will definitely say about this film I mean as someone who's been a fan of this 
franchise for 20 plus years now it's a, has a lot of fan service to it and so for, much yeah for people that don't care about pokemon probably you don't need to see this movie i mean i see i think if you have a little kid and you want to go take them to go see a movie this is a great one to go see it's super adorable super cute me and sin my girlfriend were like squealing and giggling at every little cute thing that happened on there was on a screen. couple sitting next to me cr- and my ridiculous. girlfriend they uh-huh. were pretty much exactly that and it was fucking annoying as oh, okay shit. well i i didn't feel They're so like, bad oh my god it's a Remember that? I think I talked about it before when I went to go see Bumblebee and you were there with me and those kids yeah, behind those us kids. and we're just like, wow, oh my God. It was like that, except they were fucking grown ass adults. I right. don't know if it's because I've been to more movies in my life than I ever have or sure. I'm getting older, mm-hmm. but I can't fucking stand people. Yeah. <laughs> I, and people just I'm talk that, so I'm at that same level. I, and I feel like when I was younger, even in my mid 20s, I guess I, it didn't bother me. But now it just it gets on my last nerve. Mm-hmm. I, I respect it's annoying. that. But maybe because I'm trying to stay so focused because of the yes. pod and yeah. people distracting me. I need I'm to like, get these plot points down, goddammit. Shit. Right? <laughs> if I don't hear this joke line, I'm going to fucking kill you. I, yeah, exactly. I, I brought this up to my mother the other day. Uh-huh. The whole us going to the movies all the time now. And we're, like we just I just notice things. And yeah. according to her, she's it, you're just getting older. You just, <laughs> you just notice things and you get irritated. You lot your <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You, you, you put up with bullshit less. That's also a sign yeah. of growing up, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I respect that. But uh, no, I, I will say, at least to our, in our defense, we were politely doing so. We were kind of whispering between each other, not like being loud and spastic about it. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, if there was like a cute spoilers, I get, no, no, it was in the trailer and also in teaser footage. There's like an Eevee and a Flareon in the film. And, you know, Sin and I were like, oh, so cool, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, that you know, or when, or when yeah, Bulbasaur were, comes on the scene. You were that couple. You were the couple. I if Sin can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. We were good about whispering to each other, like, "Oh my god." Um, yeah, it, this goes into the rating of my of this film as well, or my personal rating of it. But we'll get into that a little later. Um, but it, essentially, for those of you who have not seen it yet, keeping in non spoilers for now, there's uh, a kid who's what he's an insurance agent. Is that what he is? He yeah, works he with works, insurance, yeah, essentially. Yes. He works in like a mundane town. There's nothing special about it. There are no Pokemon there. Or there are Pokemon, I guess, in the outskirts, similar to in how I guess the Pokemon yeah. games are. Yeah. More in the wild. He has the, a friend character. In the tall grass, by the way. Yes, which yes. is cool. Mm-hmm. You can barely see this little tiny Cubone that was really kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And he has this friend who's trying to get him out because he obviously sees how lonely the uh, lead character Tim is. That's his name, right? Tim? Yeah. Tim Goodman, was it? Yeah. Um, and so he's trying to see, like, you know, everyone needs, like, a partner in life. And, you know, a partner Pokemon, if you will. It's kind of, I guess, it seems as though it is unnatural to not have a partner Pokemon in this universe. Which is kind of how the Pokemon universe kind of is anyway, At correct? least in Rhyme City, Rhyme it appears. City. Rhyme City, for sure. I think that's, like, the exception to the rule, for mm-hmm. sure. Or at least just an exception in general. But, um... I would have to say, yeah, he, he goes and he doesn't really have a care for Pokemon. You don't really understand why at first. And, it, you know, it develops further along as the movie goes. Um, but, yeah, obviously he has kind of has like low connection with anything. He kind of keeps to himself. He lives by himself. And then eventually he gets news that I guess his dad has passed away. Yes. Yeah. Is that what it was? And so he has to go to Rhyme City where his dad worked as a detective. This is pretty much all explained in the trailer to a to a degree, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Anything else you want to get in uh, talk about in well, non spoilers? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about the CGI? Uh, questionable at times. Yes. I think sometimes yes. it looked really, really cool. And other times I was like, yeah, that needs to bake in the oven for five more years. Yeah. I think it, it depended on the, the, Pokemon the Pokemon in a lot of for ways. For sure. Some of the Pokemon looked fantastic, great. Yep. And yep. then other times it would be like, this look. And I don't, I'm not even sure. 
there's a good way to do it because some of these Pokemon are just so alien Obscure. looking. Yeah. They're yes. just so like non realistic. Yes. So it, it there's really no way to to make them look believable. I think. But then some of them looked great. I thought Blastoise looked really cool and like th- I think there's a slight scene in the trailer where yeah there's like a Blastoise using the attack rapid spin. I'm a big nerd. I know. But uh, anyway, there's um, a specific Pokemon I want to point out, but I don't think it was in the trailer. Oh, that wasn't. I was think I know which awful. one you're talking about. It was yeah. awful. Oh, I look what forward to hearing what you're going to say. That? You'll know. Okay. You'll okay. know. <laughs> I look forward to it. But I mean, I thought Psyduck. Looked pretty good, personally. Uh, me too. Pikachu, obviously, they put all the money looked in. Great. Pikachu looked brilliant oh, in every great. scene, I would say, for the most part. It was more so like um, any Pokemon that didn't have fur, I thought looked a bit bizarre. Oh, interesting. I thought Lickitung looked okay. No! <laughs> I thought Lickitung looked okay. I mean, he looked as good as he can, but how are how did, how did are people not freaking the fuck out standing next to that Dis- di- disturbing looking creature. Fair enough. I mean, I-, I would say that, yes, there are more attractive Pokemon than others, but at the same time, th- with the- this is supposedly a universe where in society they grow up with Pokemon always being around, like for- since the beginning side of by time. Side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to them, you know, it's like, you know, it's like your ugly uncle, uh, ugly uncle Freddy or something like that. You know, it's like, you know, we all know he's there and, you know, he's cool, we'll I guess. That's what Lick a Tongue is. Sorry if you have an ugly uncle don't Freddy. Don't people though. or don't other Pokemon become paralyzed when he licks? Is that the thing? Yes. Not all the time. Yeah, but that's what Lick does essentially. Yeah. That or the move. Well, it Lick. causes damage and then it can paralyze. Yes, there's a Fucking chance. Fucking nerds. Right. <laughs> no wonder your high standards are so high. <laughs> um, one thing I'll say also about. Hey, that, does that attack do plus 10 damage to, <laughs> to Tim? An additional 25%? <laughs> Hell yeah. But um, what did you guys think of the Pokemon battles? There aren't very many. The bat, you know, the that's what I was going to ask. Action, was there wasn't a lot of it. There was action. There, was a bit. there are action beats. But yeah. there was a specific scene where it, I, I won't say it yet, but okay. I was like, fuck. I want a real Pokemon movie now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You get some teases to it in this one. Yeah. Which I think like, were fun. Make it PG-13. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. That would be cool. I think Ryan Reynolds is really pushing as hard as he could toward PG-13. At least in a couple a couple times here and there. He got away with a couple things. Definitely. Yeah. I was like, what? And kids are not going to get some of those jokes, which was kind of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the Pokemon battles-ish that we get are really cool. And again, like, like you said, John, I agree that it just make me want like Expand upon that more, though. Give me, more. Give me that, and on a grander scale, Let's that would be awesome. Because uh, there's, yeah, there's a scene where there are some Pokemon fighting, and I thought that looked really, really fun. I think there was a reference. I don't know if it was supposed to be him, but at the very least, there was a reference to Red. There was a dude dressed in his oh, getup. Oh, similar yeah. to yeah. yeah, it kind of looked. That's like what him. I thought right when I saw mm-hmm. him. I was like, is that Red? Right. I, I think maybe that's just like typical trainer. A insert into the scene here, but yeah, he that did felt have deliberate. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It did look like he definitely could have been red. Maybe a little wink to the to the audience there, the people that care. Mm-hmm. I, I I could agree with you on that. Um, anything I mean, else? There, you guys? There's like a nod to the game. I don't know if it has there's a lot of nods to the game. Yeah. Yes. They I can't wait. I, I'm gonna go to spoilers. There, there are, okay, spoilers. I think this movie connects with the first Pokemon movie quite a bit. In certain aspects, anyway. The first Pokemon movie, yes. Oh, yes. you mean like s- s- there's some similarities there? Similarities, and also like Me I mean, he's been ins- on the loose for twenty years. Yeah, which was around the time when the first movie came out. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it talks about him escaping from a lab then. Yeah. So it links to that that Mewtwo's been around mm-hmm. for that long. Makes the, sense. Yeah, that the franchise has been alive and living for as long as we've it, known it. To so we're in spoilers now, right? Yeah, we're well, spoilers. Yeah. Full, full spoilers. Yeah. Go watch the movie and then come back and finish this episode. I am shocked that there wasn't a reference to Ash or uh, uh, Misty or any. Of them, yeah. I mean, I'm happy. Well, I'm, I'm fine glad with there not that there being. Wasn't, but yeah. I am shocked that they didn't 
not even a hint. Something, Besides yeah. maybe red, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. But that's about it. Which is a vague character. It's anyway, not kinda. like part of the, the... It's based off the video game, which has nothing to do with the main... Uh, series does it detective pikachu detective pikachu they, i mean besides it, the its own detective pikachu game yeah it does not have anything to do with the mainline connected. series rhyme city no. is rhyme city uh, is its own thing yeah i'm not sure i'm not even sure which region it's in but it uh, rhyme city doesn't exist in any of the game as far as i know anyway not you yet. probably know besides detective pikachu itself exactly yeah that's so it's it. It, it can take place in the same universe but we just it, okay as right. of right now there really is no connection yeah, uh, but but it's cool. It's like it introduces you to something different because this is like the first town or city that you see Pokemon and people like working together and all that. I think it was a fun way to just throw as much fan service in as possible. Like, oh look at that Snorlax sleeping in the street. Machamp is directing traffic. Yeah, the Apalm like to hang around neon signs and stuff like that. Little fun ideas, you know. Um, what is it? Uh, um, Jigglypuff likes to sing karaoke in the bar and make people fall asleep. That was pretty fun. That was great. That was great. L- little cool ideas. Pidgeots like everywhere. That. I was going to say, I Pidgeots thought of you immediately. Everywhere. Were you were you happy about that? I was so happy. <laughs> Pidgeot looked really good in this there was film, a I few, thought. Yeah, we speculated, I think, last week or the week prior about how we would, a lot of this, that this movie would kind of hit hit the nostalgia buttons a lot. And it does. And it does in moments. Sure. Uh, it didn't do it as much as I thought it would. However, one of the opening shots uh, when we go, when we get introduced to our main character, Tim, is it's just a sweeping a crane shot sweeping through a field and you see some pidgeots flying and then yep that got me a little bit yeah. i was just like oh god this like, is it's real a pokemon world this, this is, is a thing in real life yeah. yeah it was pretty exciting to see like immediately i was like wow it was great. and it, yeah. it was i love the callback to cubone how its description is, it's a sad Pokemon because it wears its mother's it skull, right? Yeah. I like how they joke about that, too. Yeah. Like, uh, wearing the, the skull of a, dead, of a loved one or something like that. Of a dead like relative. Yeah. No, one, no one pulls it off, but you're doing it. <laughs> yes. Great little jokes like that. That was great. I loved it. This movie does a good job of not taking itself too seriously, which you get from the trailers, obviously. But I did appreciate that they didn't have to go for a dark and brooding story the entire time. I feel like that's something that other Pokemon movies do like they kind of take themselves a little too seriously. And at the end of the day, it's a, it's an anime, you know what I mean? In which there are great serious anime, but Pokemon is different. Yeah. It's definitely geared more towards a it's younger about pocket audience. monsters. There's a bit more <laughs> exactly. darker tones in this movie than I would have thought. Like there are a lot of sad like the first parts. 30 minutes it, or the first 20 to 30 minutes when we're, t- when the main character Tim is talking about his dad's death, Yes. I was like, they death is a pretty big focus in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, which was surprised me for a, a what's supposed to be a kid's movie. He already lost his mother, as we know. Yeah. So it's like, first he lost his mom when he was a little kid, and then he lost his dad on top of that. And then he's alone. Uh, It's just, yeah, it kind of shows how he's so jaded throughout like the three quarters of the film. And then he doesn't have a redemption until, like I said, like maybe like the latter arc of the story. That's right. about it. Yep. Otherwise, I feel like this kid, he's kind of a jerk throughout this film. Like, he doesn't care about Pikachu very much. He slowly but surely does let it grow on him a little bit in the sense that, like, at first he doesn't even want, like, Pikachu, like, on him, out on his shoulder. Yeah. Like, how we normally see Pikachu and Ash hang out together. I liked that. That was kind of that joke. Remember, every two steps for you is 3,000 for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun things. I, um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, the as Pikachu joke, where... Um, what is it? Where it's like, oh, what, you, when, did, when did you ever talk to girls? He's like, I talked to girls. And he's like, what, in the birth canal? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Right? It's a little dirty. That's a little mm-hmm. racy right there. But yeah, um, spoiler wise, though, did you guys see the ending coming? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. There's a moment in the beginning when we're introduced to, to Bill Nighy's character. Yes. 
the science guy he uh, no. um where he he's on the tv and he says like something about evolving human beings evolving yes mm-hmm. and i was like oh i could i clearly see where this is going so i saw it coming very early as on. far as what happens with pikachu that i didn't okay know. that's what i'm well that's that's what I'm I'm let me take it back okay, i sure. kind of even when i saw the trailer i was just like that's gonna like i get the feeling that that's gonna be his dad but i kind of threw it out the window because i was like how the fuck would that even happen right exactly yeah. like yeah but of course mewtwo is like the end all be all he can do whatever he wants apparently him showing up in the trailer wasn't too much of a spoiler after all yeah because they pretty did you did you see him immediately you, you see, yeah. yes he's the first pokemon you see i think yeah. in this movie besides or no yeah that does he happen before rhyme city right yeah yep and before you meet tim mm-hmm. yes well, yeah i was really shocked by it. i was like oh wow we're getting to meet you right off the bat okay and um i thought that that little escape scene was kind of cool maybe a little less violent than killing all those scientists in the first movie but still kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that guy can't help but find himself in, sci- uh, in like science labs all the time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, though, um, I thought this movie was pretty fun. Um, definitely imperfect, though. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's because my standards were too high because, again, I'm a super nerd fan of this franchise. But at the end of the day, though, it was still a fun film. I look forward to going back and finding all the different Easter eggs and different Pokemon that I did not notice the first time around. For they this did film. Bill's Garden. Uh, what's that? Because he, he he transfers his mind to a Pokemon. That's in the first gen. Ah, you are very true. Yes, he Bill? goes in like a Clefairy or something like that, yeah. right? They go into a machine and he he swaps his mind to the Clefairy. Yes. Oh shit, you're right. Bill, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. I forgot about that. I said Bill's Garden because that was like that old rumor that you can find him yeah. there. But Bill, like yes. yeah. that that's mentioned there. Good that knowledge. happens in front of you. Yeah. Right. I forgot that that was even a thing in the game. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought that right away. Because it's a very offhanded thing. Like, they just mentioned it that one time oh, and it I never comes into play. Oh, I played that game fucking religiously. <laughs> <laughs> those, those for, that first gen, oh my God, that was life. That was God. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's such a cool callback that they're doing it that way. That's so a good point. Here's, here's where the movie kind of started to lose steam for me was that whole thing. When everybody's minds were getting transferred into Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, like, that was a little it, weird. it was a bit. It, it yeah. makes a little more sense now that you make the Bill reference because even at the time I was like, yeah, so Bill Nye, he's in the in Mewtwo. What the fuck is oh, going on? Oh, his name on? is Bill. Bill uh, Nye. Well, the, the, actor. the actor. Oh, yeah, oh, he's Bill Nye. What's the actual? I have character. no idea. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, not that important. But it, it but definitely yeah, was not yeah. Bill. It was yeah. uh, Cooper or something like that. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that guy, the bat, the the old dude. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like because I was I was thinking like, okay, this is kind of weird. Of, I don't like it's just a direction I did not see this movie going in, and definitely I especially don't think, yeah. especially like I start I started thinking like wow it would it's gonna be really weird to live in this city after that everybody hey remember that time we all lived inside our Pokemon for a minute that was weird right right like, yeah the society just I thought that, that but yeah I, I kind of figure weird shit like that must happen if there if there's Pokemon sure yeah psychic Pokemon right that's that's a fair point actually yeah. yeah. That's what I chalked it up to as well, because every no, no, nobody seemed phased. They were just, just like, like, "Ah, that was weird, right?" <laughs> nobody was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is going on?" What? Like, nobody's losing their minds at the fact that there were just a Pokemon yeah. a second ago. The love interest turns into her Psyduck, or get her mind enters Psyduck, I guess, yeah. for a little bit there. It's kind of weird how it's like her mind, but also her body as well. Also, is it correct? Yeah. also in this world, apparently, there's giant Terraria, Torterra, Torterra, whatever, Torterra. Um, because of those, 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 um experiments that were done on them yeah though. yeah which was i thought pretty cool my mind went there the first time i saw the trailer i was like 
is that going to be a giant Torterra? And I was like, nah, there's no way. And then when it revealed Mewtwo in the next trailer, I was like, oh, wow, maybe it's like Mewtwo using Psychic or something like That's that. That's what I thought it was going to be. Causing earthquakes, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I thought, and then sure enough, it happened. I was like, oh my God, yeah, it is giant Torterra. That's awesome. Cool. But um, yeah, I thought That's that was a little wild, kinda, though. That's something that, okay, so maybe, so. No, please. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to start because it's a question. I was just like, I have a question to ask AJ too. Okay, I Go couldn't ahead. get this out of my head. I was like, the giant tur- tur- what are they called? Torterra. Whatever that one. Um, like a the giant turtles. Terra Earth. Yeah. I was like, so these exist in this world now. That's there's, true. They do. So they're out there. The Torterra Garden. Yeah. Hopefully they're but just the, staying. Sp- they're just not moving, and they're just gonna live and die there, and but, just be part of the forest. Because if they're walking around the planet, we're fucked. That's gonna be a crazy ecosystem well, that they're gonna like, be destroying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like continents. They're experimenting on. <laughs> yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but that Ditto died from that gas. So if you just put the gas on them, they're gonna die. The Ditto died? I don't know if it, don't died. it definitely died. passed out. I think it just yeah. was like. Oh, oh. I thought it died. Yeah, from the R gas, which... By the I'm, way, I loved that, because for a second, you see the R, and anybody who's played the games, you're like, oh, fuck, Rocket, Team Rocket's team behind this. Team Rocket, yes. And then you even see the girl in the suit, and you're just like, she's kind of dressed like a Team Rocket uh, yeah, person. Team I was Rocket, like, oh, yeah. shit. We're old guys. That's I was getting hype. Anymore. Is Team Rocket even a thing anymore? Oh, yeah, it is. I yeah. thought it was like Team Furrow or they, they, they're, they're, they're Each are still new game teams. kind of like introduced there was like team magma and team aqua and then there was a couple other different so there's teams. just several different evil organizations pretty much essentially so yeah yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> hey they get to summon gigantic crazy pokemon so i guess it's worth it in a way even though they lose every time apparently or and most I, times and i was also self-admittedly i think i was digging too deep into this into the movie in How places because so? I, I started thinking to myself okay so this is a this is a city where pokemon and humans live together in harmony mm-hmm. uh, they work together. looks like the pokemon have jobs and shit like kind it's, of. It's, yeah it's weird and uh, and they have a police department so i'm like there's crimes in this city and there's pokemon in this. so are there bad pokemon sure. and also like are there murders in this city like i definitely like, feel like 100%. you see a couple yeah. the, the yeah. father was murdered yeah, yeah, but, but I started thinking like in in a world with Pokemon, I'm just like, does that mean like people are having like would 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 you have your Pokemon just kill a person? Yeah, you're into the like, Greninja like, tried you? to kill his dad. Yeah. Remember? I started thinking of him a champ like strangling a man to death. Jesus like, Christ! I was like, how? What kind of crimes do does this police station stumble upon? Seriously, hmm. Uh, the, probably very violent ones at that. Like that would my be scary mind started as hell. to wander. Yeah. Having a Machamp try to break down your door in like one punch to kill you. Yeah. I think in this world, I, I wonder if in this world that's very clearly not our own. I wonder yeah. if just human beings have like dense skin. It's almost like armor. Because it's like there's a scene, there's a scene where the Charizards just shooting flames in, in directions, and everybody's like, yeah. Whatever. I guess it was when just, in actuality you'd probably be like, um, probably, this, probably get the fuck out of here, right? I, I mean, I, I think. <laughs> no offense, I think that might be digging a little deep to assume that that's the case. Yeah, well, but where again, you on, my friend. But again, this is an alternate <laughs> universe Ash, that is not Ash our own. Ash gets electrocuted and gets set on fire several times throughout the series. That doesn't happen to normal human beings. That's true. That's very fair. Can at least he, he does die once at least though Ash? at least once in he gets turned movie. to stone for no ex- reason or explanation we should rewatch the pokemon first movie i'm so down i'm so down i know right <laughs> um because i don't I, think it's good i thought it was great right. speaking of that charizard scene where they talk about how pikachu fucked up that charizard yes in the so past is that a reference to pokemon because isn't there a scene where pikachu's fighting a charizard at like the pokemon league I wouldn't doubt that. I, my memory escapes me. Who was Ash's like? Me, yeah, uh, not Gary. He had like a best friend that was like an Ash character. Yes, it was like a Richie. lot like Richie. Didn't he have a Charizard? Yeah, didn't they fight was each that other? Charla. You got it. Was that, it, was that, that had the pink bow on it? On it? 
on her horn? You got it backwards. Oh, okay. It was Ash chose his char. God, we're going with fucking nerds. That's okay. Um, Ash used his Charizard as a last resort, even though Charizard wouldn't listen to him, and Richie was using his Pikachu. Uh, and then Charizard was just like, whatever, Pikachu. And then Charizard decided to take a nap, and Ash ended up losing that battle because <laughs> he, Charizard just refused Pikachu? to fight. Nothing? He just didn't want to use Oh, you thing. mean in that fight? Yeah. Um, Must have gotten beaten by something else. I, I don't think remember. it was his last Pokemon. Because Pikachu does lose. Like Charizard was his last one or something, and it was a last resort thing. And or like Maybe he got beaten in that earlier in that battle. I don't remember. Yeah. I just oh, remember dude. one of the earliest heartbreaks of my childhood was seeing Ash lose at the, at, the, really? at the Pokemon League. It affected you? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. You fucking sit there for a season or two, and he gets there, and he loses. Yeah. Then he That's goes fair. to the random Good lesson there. Islands. Good lesson there as a kid. It's like you're not always – you're not going to win them all, but he just never keep does. on striving for to, to be the best person you can be. The very best. Like how, no one ever was. How great was it when Pikachu was walking and crying? <laughs> he was singing the theme song. Yeah. Pokemon. That was cool. So dramatic. Uh, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> great. I loved that. Everyone was having a good laugh. There was the bit when they do that weird like CNN type thing, that yes. newscast, and then the, the theme song comes in. <laughs> and it was just like, ah! That was another n- nostalgia moment for me. <laughs> That's a good That's point. Super cool. So yes. is Mewtwo like the strongest Pokemon there is, AJ? Apparently you just need to have some Electro Orbs and you're fine. <laughs> well, I'm just talking about in the in the actual game. In the actual games, Mewtwo has always had like the highest stats. Yeah, Mew- and and just to solidify that, when Mega Evolution came out, they gave Mewtwo two different Mega Evolutions to maintain its status as the goat. So yes. even though he's not the the newest uh, rare legendary, mm-hmm. he is the goat. He is still so the strongest thing out. That there, being yeah. said, is Mew still on top of him? Because remember, Pikachu is like he's a clone of Mew, right? He's like, oh, we're well, fucked. Which I yeah. love that they actually talked about Mew and in this film. And they knew who he was. Yeah. They knew of him. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, the legend still, like, it, they reach the even Rhyme City, wherever that may be. Wherever that may lie in the grand scheme of the regions. I guess regions. it's the Sino region, because you see that poster of the Sino. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I mean, it could Nerd. just be a poster, but that is a great observation. <laughs> it, it, I'd it even consider that. It could just be a that. poster, but that's what but, I thought. I, I don't believe there's a rhyme city in the Sinnoh region but again that that isn't to say that game doesn't mean it doesn't exist exactly it just means it's not in the game that's true that's true maybe they'll have to do a Sinnoh remake that would be awesome so Mew Um, but I personally okay so stats wise like if we're talking about the video game stats Mewtwo stats overall I believe are much stronger but I personally within my heart of hearts (laughs) like to always think that Mew at the end of the day is like the origin Pokemon, the ancient one, the strongest of them all. But, like, there, there, but that's what I like to there think. There is a Pokemon that is supposed to be before Mew, right? I thought I had read so, that. Well, there, go ahead. There was a re- there's a reference to these Pokemons in the movie. When yep. you go to the, the bad guy's office, there's the oh. three like god Pokemon. There's like the one that controls time. Dialga and Palkia, <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah, you would probably know more. That's those okay. ones. I noticed those two, but what, were, what was the other one you saw? I thought there was one behind him, too. Or was oh, it just those two? Probably, um, if I had to guess, within, um, there's, I, don't, I think, it, oh, sorry, I'm dying right now. Which, what are the god Pokemon? The, the, well, the god Pokemon uh, is called Arceus or Arceus, and there is a reference to him. Actually, was Pikachu he not says him? it. Uh, it could have been. I didn't. I didn't okay. notice. Wait, I what was the reference? It? I think I noticed Dialga and Palkia better because there was more of an angle to their bodies. Sure. Instead of Arceus being like more head onto the camera. All right. So I feel like I I, re- I recognize their body shapes, their statue shapes better. Right. But there there probably was an Arceus or Arceus, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> I think uh, Pikachu actually references that name though. He says like, 
ah, it's like a common saying where instead you would say like God, like, oh, for God's sake. But he's like, oh, for Arceus sake or something <laughs> like that. It's kind of funny. That's so crazy. Mew um, isn't the original Pokemon. I think, well, apparently, according to lore, every Pokemon is supposed to be based off Mew. Including these God Pokemon. Including that one as well. Really? Yes. yes. Um, Arceus, I believe, is called the creation Pokemon, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Up. This doesn't make any sense. I, yeah. It's like the X-Men timeline all over again. It's Pokemon. Fuck. I mean, there's a lot of lore that is confirmed and also not yet confirmed in Pokemon. Where does Deoxys fit into this lore? Deoxys, okay, I'm, I'm going to butcher this. If you know better, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at SDGeekPod. Let us know. Um, but So Deoxys was like, I guess oh, you could say a bacteria that came from a meteor that crashed down to Earth but was also a Pokemon as well. And so it just happened to come to life. And yeah. Don't you just call it an Makes alien happen. at that point? Yeah, it's essentially yeah. an alien. Yeah, yeah, very much an alien. I forgot about the axis. Kind of like how Clefairy yeah. is rumored to be an alien as well because it came from the moon. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of hidden lore within this universe that I love that they hinted at a little bit. And I, I look forward to one thing is that Legendary Pictures, who made this movie, um, they said that they definitely look forward to utilizing this franchise quite a bit more. They Fuck want yeah. to make a Detective Pikachu film, or uh, sequel, I should say, which, How due to the ending work? of this film, yeah, I was, okay, I'll, I'll get into that in a moment, I would like us to, okay. but I, I do, but they also do want to make, like, a full-on Pokemon adventure film, which I look forward to seeing. Some real battles? Some real battles yeah, going man. on. So those real battles... Yes. Pretty fucking awesome. Blastoise versus, versus Gengar? Gengar yeah. was the one that looked awful, by the way. Yeah, he, he, they made he him look a little ugly. Nothing like Gengar, though. Like, like all of them kind of look similar. Fine. I, I just, there's, there's the scene. Pokemon are you talking about? He looked fine. He was a well, ghost Pokemon. He looked like he looked like a ghost. They did a good job making him look like, like a gaseous form, I guess yeah. you could say. But I think his face just looked Th- really ugly. That's what ugly. I was talking about. He, he's just creepy. an ugly Pokemon. Yeah. Have you seen his character designs? He's ugly. He's like, does not look like that, though. I guess just like I think he does. There's a scene right. later in the movie where there's the Pokemon parade and there's the giant balloons, like you see in the Macy's, uh, whatever New Year's oh. Day parade or whatever Thanksgiving Day parade, and go. they land on a Gengar balloon. I was like, now that's, that's what Gengar, Gengar looks yeah, like. That's yeah, well, okay. as opposed to how hideous so that Gengar few, looked. There's a few. It looks like they just used actual props from real life in some cases. Those balloons yeah. being a perfect example. Yeah. There's even a moment where they we go great. to Tim's. Uh, uh, what was what should have been his room it, had he been living with his dad and you see Rayquaza on the back yeah he looked ripped straight from the artwork of the video game yep yep, yep, yep. like so we see shit like that in this movie mm-hmm. but I don't think I mean, they necessarily the, look that way yeah exactly but it's the one I feel like all the other ones are pretty spot on with it yeah you know yeah i mean there are some character designs that i didn't care for so much but some i think the longer i, I looked at the bulbasaurs the more i was just like this is weird oh really i loved it <laughs> I thought they were like, at first i was like oh look at bulbasaur it's so fucking cute this is awesome we live in the-. and then the more the them that showed up i'm like this what the fuck are these things really they, they look I, bizarre I, I thought they did a good job of making them like how they would look in real life potentially not being a cartoon i guess you could say yeah but i i, I sin and i voted that one i think the, probably the cutest pokemon one of the movie. Which one? Next to Pikachu. Bulbasaur. I was going to say Pikachu is the cutest one. Pikachu is definitely I like, like how that reporter chick was like, team. she's like, I, I just do the fluff pieces, the top 10 cutest yeah. Pokemon. Newsflash, they're all adorable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a great, that was a great joke. So oh, yeah. this is something that did kind of bother me, but it's a kid's movie. That's what I tell myself mm-hmm. is, but how did he not know that was his father's voice? Yes, I that's thought, exactly okay. where my mind went. So they say in the movie that he hadn't seen him since he was a that's kid, what I like said. ten or eleven. But at that time, you, you know you what really your dad for, sounds yeah, like. Do you for, really forget your 
father's voice like if you hear it on the phone you'd be like oh shit it's my dad i probably so, would so in, in the i'd probably forget in the movie he receives a, a, a letter from his dad saying happy 21st birthday and i think he left he didn't see his dad at the chance when he had to or when he got the chance to at like 10 or 11 so it'd been 10 11 years since he's seen his dad right. but still do you really yeah the begs the question do you really forget what your dad sounds like after knowing him for 10 to 11 years right i don't know i don't think so that part was hard to buy also what we were kind of almost alluding to for a moment there. If they do make a sequel to this movie, could it be as good? Cause I, I miss detective Pikachu. So first it off, stops becoming, so before detective we get Pikachu. into that, I do want to say okay. that I totally called, um, like throughout the entire movie. I'm just like, we're not seeing his dad. It's gonna. It's it's got to be Ryan Reynolds. They're purposely not showing you. He's gonna be a biracial oh, really? baby. I was yeah. so surprised. I was you always like, see like the shadow of the father, or he's yes. walking away. Yeah. You see him from behind. Like you never see him. I'm like they wouldn't be hiding it if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like okay. it, it's very clearly it's him. The Pikachu thing was when I was just like, oh, that's weird. That 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 went into a little bit of weird territory. Yeah, yeah I was so like, that's why I was. I like, didn't need how? that to be the answer. I definitely didn't need that to yeah. be the answer. I think the ending could have been. I a thought it made stronger. sense. It made sense that it was a human soul and body inside of a Pikachu. Whatever. It, yeah, it, it is Mewtwo. The only thing that bothers me is how they're going to do it again. Yes, exactly. If they do choose to make a second movie, which I think was already confirmed before this movie was even released, is that could it be as good? I think Ryan Reynolds would be fun within a Pokemon universe. We obviously know that now, but as a person, why not, I guess? But I kind of, I'm, I'm going to miss that snarkiness that he had as a Pikachu. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'll end up back as a Pikachu. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a kid's somewhere. movie. That's what, <laughs> that's what you have to tell yourself. It's a kid's movie. It doesn't need to make a lot of sense. Yeah. He's going to end up back as Pikachu. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way lightning's gonna strike them and they're gonna be together but that's what made the money i'm sorry but the the pikachu talking is what made the money right (laughs) so i was talking to glenn about this uh, because he shows no interest in seeing this movie whatsoever oh interesting Um, and he loves the sonic movie he has a (laughs) one right yep He's really? first, first in line. He bought a seat. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's excited for that movie. Unfortunate. Um, so, what, oh God, but uh, so we had this conversation. We were talking about how I, I asked him why he didn't seem why he wasn't interested in the movie and how he said he pretty much said that he would want a more standard Pokemon movie. And my argument was, I think this was this was a better angle for a lot of different reasons. Sure. So some of those reasons are. Live action adaptations of continue. Of, so, uh, real, real quick, sorry. Just <laughs> if you who are listening happen to hear some shouting in the background, it's my dad and uncle and all sorts of crazy middle aged men and older yelling inside my house across the way from us. <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. I'm sorry. It's a very brief. Continue pause. your thoughts. Right. Um, if you live action remakes or adaptations of animes have always been shit for the, for the most part. Well, damn, 99... Video game movies have been shit. That as well. 99% like 99.9% of the times, all these adaptations have been bad. Uh, I think Alita is a pretty good example of one that's a, at the very least decent. Right. Yeah. Not a video um, game, but still a manga to movie. And that was well, still video really games, well done. Well, this movie is kind of based on a video game and also kind of on the like it, the world that it's in. Yeah. Like I kind of, it's kind of, it's a little bit of both. Yes. Um, But the fact that they took this angle of adapting a video game that's not part of the main franchise and also the characters aren't very main gives audiences an opportunity to make to actually give it a chance yeah i think because i think normally when you see like um when you see these adaptations you're just like you automatically just like oh these movies always suck and you look at it you see the costume designs uh 
Blood Rain is a I don't know why that's the first example that comes to my head mm-hmm. of a video game adaptation but you're just <laughs> like you're just like god this looks bad this looks horrible it's it just it's going to suck and so I think that angle's pretty good not to mention the fact that when you if you were to do it on the main cast and it would and it's in a Pokemon world it would be more so you would be following these characters, the humans. If you'd run into Transformer territory where there's these cool things in this world, but the story's kind of following the humans. You're like, get to the cool shit. I want to see the cool shit. Why are we following humans? Humans are in real life. There's other movies with humans. I don't give a shit. Show me the giant robots fighting. I want to know more about them. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Uh, and you would have. that's exactly what would have happened here. You would have just been like, okay, Ash is having problems becoming a Pokemon trainer and all this stuff, and it, but we're falling. He has a crush on Misty, and that's that's cool, I guess. But show me the Pokemon! Yes, exactly. Yeah. Did he have a crush on Misty? Uh, I mean, sort the, of. It's were, I feel like there were hints here and there that they kind of both felt each other a little bit. Yeah, that's they a whole other topic. Felt each other, felt each other. Felt each other. They wanted to feel uh, each other. A little Misty song, anyone? Oh, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. Tearjerker. That's, that's a great song. Um, <laughs> but anyway, my, Please, point, yeah. my point being mm-hmm. is that when you you actually make one of the, uh, the Pokemon able to talk and express emotions and whatnot, it makes you more invested in this world and in the Pokemon as a whole. Yeah, could so be. I think it was a very brilliant way to execute this. For better or worse, again, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't without its faults, but I think... It was overall a very good way to, to a very good approach to this, and it was executed very well. Sure, and, and what a risk in that I don't think Detective Pikachu sold extremely well either. Nowhere near what the main series titles do. So for them to do risk that, and on top of that, it's not a main series title. I think there was less risk in a way, in the sense that. Maybe like what you were saying, Peter, in that I, I think people's expectations would were now lessened because it's not, oh, you know, oh, a, that look that person looks no nothing like Ash. That's supposed to be Brock. That's supposed to be Misty. Yeah. What the hell is this crap? That doesn't yep. look anything like them. Yeah. Rather than, you know, they got to dodge all that hate and give a pretty much original kind of story, but still based within the Pokemon universe. If anything, I would say that this was more a better execution of an, a beloved franchise made to a movie than Transformers was. Yeah. In the sense that, yeah, Transformers, even though I like the crazy robot action in it, it doesn't seem... I, I What I get from Transformers fans is that they feel like they weren't justified very well. I, I will still go mm-hmm. out and see those movies regardless. Bumblebee did amazing, but it took six films good. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank God it's like Shit, a soft reboot-ish yeah. kind of thing going on. Either way, I do appreciate that they were willing to take a risk and making a completely different Pokemon story that people are unfamiliar with widely, largely, and actually executing it fairly well. Is it a perfect movie? Nowhere near. Um, was it as great as I wanted it to be? Maybe not, but I still enjoyed myself throughout the, you know, from beginning to end. And on top of that, I mean, I would say that this film appeals to people from like five to maybe 40, 45, you know, it has a pretty big audience, I would say age range wise. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun film. Um, what do you guys rate this one? Rent it or skip it, rent it, buy it. I think it's a highly God, recommended God. rent. Okay. Yeah. I think just because it's a fun ride. I saw why it once not? and I don't think I'll ever see it again, but I, okay. I enjoyed really? it for what it was. Not that I don't want to, but it's like, I'm not like, oh God, I got to watch it again. Like okay. if, I, I'll, sure. I'll, if it's on, it's on, but I'm not, it, I once was enough for me. I feel that. Okay. How about you, John? If you have a kid buy. Sure. I don't have a kid and I'd still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed it. For me, I want to buy it mainly for just 
while going through and then pressing pause on my Blu-ray player just so I can look at all the different Pokemon that are in each scene. There was a bit that was like I was loving that the entire there time. Was, there was the bit where everybody was getting um back inside their their original bodies after having being in, in Pokemon where like the camera pans out and I and I thought to myself I guess they ran out of budget on the CGI because there's a lot of the sim, same Pokemon in this shot. There was a lot of Doduos. There was yeah. a lot of um what else was there? Uh you Fuck. see a couple Sneasel. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sneasel. I didn't see it. From Sneasel. Gen 2. The, it, it appears several times throughout the movie. Oh shit. Yeah, I there's like I, I think it might be near the end of the film at that scene where they all kind of go back in their own bodies. There's like a pair that walk together. Yeah. I just remember looking film. through the crowd and I expected to see a bunch of different Pokemon, but there was a lot of the same ones and I was like, "Oh, I guess they just use the same models. I guess they ran out of budget, yeah. whatever." There's it's like fine. a there's a Pokemon from like Gen 4 or 5 called Audino. You see it a few times in the background. You see quite a few slacking as well. Which um, it's like this big white loafing around gorilla. That it was in like the bar where it's like I didn't know there was the a background. panda Pokemon. I didn't. When did that happen? Oh, that was Gen Six with X and Y. It was so cute. Yeah. Yeah, that was adorable. Yeah. Oh, Pancham and Pangoro. Yeah, they're playing on like the jungle gym together and all yeah. that. And like the parents kind of laying down or like napping on the bench or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those those ones are pretty adorable as well. How great was it that Pikachu had a caffeine addiction? That yeah, I great. love. Yeah. I love <laughs> this scene where he has everything on the floor. He's running around trying, to, trying find to find a cut. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was I was actually really. Ryan Reynolds awesome. is so great in this. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, hey, you're just kicking around my papers. It's just my life's work. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one one thing I have to <laughs> say that's great. right. <laughs> um, a lot of people were thinking Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito is Pikachu. But at the end of the day, due to the end of this movie, I should say it's probably understandable why they would rather go with Ryan Reynolds. Was anybody really saying Danny DeVito oh, yeah. pri- prior to this movie yes. being... It, it, oh, I'm felt, sorry. I no, felt like when the video after... game, When the video game came out, people wanted him to voice the character in the video game before the movie was ever a thing. That was... Because I feel like I only heard about it after the trailer came out where people are just like, oh, it would have been great to have Danny DeVito as Pikachu. I, I think people started saying that more so because actually it was a movie. It's a much grander scale than just a little video game that didn't sell very well. Right. I think that's why oh, maybe the news well? of that Detective Pikachu. I don't think so. And they made a movie off of it. That's right? crazy to think. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that they may have probably coincided the two. Like, hey, this is going to be a really big franchise. Let's do a video game, and then let's do a movie. The video game will come out first, just to kind of build the familiarity and hype. That game and then came we'll out release like the movie five, later six on. Six years ago. I don't think they planned on having a movie when that game was. Released. It, is it that old already? It's pretty old. Wow, that's a long time ago already. I wouldn't have guessed. I thought it maybe three years old, but still five sounds reasonable. Um, but either way, maybe not. Either way, I am. I think they executed this movie well because the video game isn't known for being very good at all. Like, not at all. It's made by those same people. I don't know if you guys played those old, like, learning like, learning math PC oh, games, like Math Blaster and, like, Number, really? Putt Number and all Munch. that. That's I remember Math Blaster. Yeah. Math Blaster was sick. There's a game called Putt Putt as well where you play, like, a purple car. I don't know. It teaches you how to read and stuff. It, made by the same people, but um, <laughs> not executed nearly as well. And it's more of like a hand me the answers rather than make me solve them and figure it out. Um, but ultimately, though, I would say this movie's fun. I look forward to pausing every single frame and pick, pointing out all the different Pokemon I didn't notice originally. So, yeah, this movie's a bu- probably a buy it for I me. I like the twists, by the way. I think we touched on it briefly. But I like, the, I like the twists. That Bill Nye is actually it, the bad guy. Well, it legitimately like kept me intrigued. I was like, "What's going on? What's what's happening? Like, what's what really is the mystery behind this?" Like, right. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, super good. Yeah. Like it, it kept me interested. It kept me intrigued in the story. I was like, "What's what's going to happen? What's going on?" It did a good job of that. It wasn't just. It wasn't boring. Cool. Agreed. I get that. All right. Oh, a couple Please. things I forgot oh. to mention. Go ahead. 
Two two MVPs of this movie. Ditto <laughs> and Psyduck. Psyduck yeah, was fun. Psyduck was Ditto dope. was creepy as hell. Especially when we see the eyeballs. Those dotty eyes. Yeah. I was like, oh, it, when it turned into a human, when it was like dotty-eyed Pokemon, I could, I'm used to that, but... Dotty-eyed human, human was yeah. scary That's as That's foreshadowed earlier, too, because you see when, when yes. Bill Nighy gets carted off, he turns into a human being. It's his Pokemon. That's yeah. Nobody likes call. him. Right? They say something like that? Something like that, yeah. Sin whispered to me when that happened. She's like, wait, Ditto can turn into Pokemon, too? I was like, I guess so. I human don't know. people, you mean? Yeah, people. What did I say? You said Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Go figure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. Essentially, I was human like, yeah. He does that in the I, show. I he does so. that. And it's always the weird. He's always got the weird face. I yeah. forgot it happened with cartoons. I, it's a little more acceptable with cartoons. I was scared as shit. It was. It when was I first saw it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. That was, was like, weird. Yeah. It was yeah. just kind of. Maybe if they did the same thing where they took away the nose, too, maybe that'd be a little easier to swallow. But that even still might be even more creepy. So this goes back to me. This goes back to me thinking too much about this universe. I was like, I wonder if people ever try to get freaky with these things. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Humans are fucked up. In Rhyme City. Yeah, exactly. Humans in Rhyme City. I'm like, Human, how humans are 100% crimes? fucked up. So, Especially, yeah. yeah. That Snorlax goes was back so to the police <laughs> department. My child the, the, is being destroyed right now. I was like, hmm, this is, this is, it's really weird. That's the worst thing about this movie. I think you talked about it last week, Peter, where Glenn is like, our friend Glenn, who we talked about earlier, who we rocked on earlier. Sorry, Glenn. But um, um, he talked about sexualizing Pokemon, how people have done that with art in the past. And now this movie is going to open a whole new floodgate of possibilities. Probably. For people hentai are people. Yeah, people are horrible. Yeah. You don't need Jeez. a movie for people to do that. It's already It's going to happen. Yeah. It's been happening for decades, and it's going to continue happening regardless of this movie. It's just now going to be in more detail. God, Maybe. Dang. That's gross. All right. Anyway, um, anything else you want us want to talk about with this film? Uh, I what? love I love Psyduck. Psyduck was great. Psyduck, Psyduck was, was great. great. He was yeah. like literally like a walking waddling bomb, bomb. which was pretty fun. He's fucking adorable. Oh, I he was a it. lot smaller. I forgot to mention that he's a lot smaller yeah. than I would have thought. That shot where it's like he and Pikachu standing right next to each other. I was like, whoa. And he's only really like maybe short. half a foot taller than Pikachu. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I expect him to be a lot bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little more round and taller, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I don't know what his Pokedex entry says as far as its height, but height, but I'm not sure. Um, either way, pretty fun movie. Imperfect. I enjoyed it a lot, though. Good cameos. Good fan service. Uh, a lot of people might complain that, oh, how is Psyduck able to affect those Greninja when Greninja are water and dark type? Dark resists psychic or whatever but it's a or, movie. yeah exactly it's a movie and, and, it, it, and, it, and it was a fun scene in the movie okay yeah. and it's not a movie based off of battles Pokemon greninja's battles, are dark yeah. greninja's water dark yeah that's weird yeah because it's a ninja so it's like it runs like, the night i, I guess, guess you could say yeah. yeah i don't know they do look kind of evilish in this movie but then again these greninja happen to Even be the bad Apom anyway pretty menacing and scary when they were, I, evil, th- yeah. they were cute yeah. but when they were evil yeah i was like I, at first i was disappointed i was like why did they choose to make apom look so hideous in these trailers but then the movie very quickly reveals why yeah otherwise they were kind of cheery nice pokemon like they're known to be but yeah uh, otherwise yeah they were kind of freaky looking um what are we talking about next week John Wick. John Wick. Oh, oh yeah, Parabellum. Wick. That's right. All right. So stay tuned. We talked about uh, John Wick 1 and 2 last episode. So go back and listen to that if you'd like. If you want to get ready for Parabellum. Because I'm ready for John Wick 3. That movie Fuck looks really yeah. fun. Uh, get some Halle Berry in this film. I feel like I haven't seen Halle Berry in a big movie in a while. Was she in? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher my memory. I want to say Man from Uncle, but I think I'm terribly mistaken. Wait, what? 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 Halle Berry. Wasn't she in like a big movie recently? I haven't seen Man from Uncle, and oh, that was okay. also like two, three years ago. Right, at least, yeah. yeah. Either way, I, I feel like I haven't seen her in a big film in a long time. I look forward to seeing her in this film. I want to see what kind of role she plays in this. Like, is she going to help him? Is she going to 
be like someone else that tries to hunt him. I don't know. She seems like she's going to help. Maybe so. Know. At first, though. I know, right? Yeah, yeah if, you can't trust anyone in it's this John universe, apparently. Other than maybe that Winston character. It's the boogeyman. That's about it. I know, right? <laughs> can't trust him. Baba, yes. Baba, yeah. Anyway, all right. So, John Wick next week. Get ready for it. Any parting words, my guys? Pikachu! What was that? Pikachu! Sin kept saying that the entire time. It's a good time. Need Toro's meat. Need nourishment. That's another episode of Shocking Tale Geek. Later on, guys. Peace. up. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty.